3: Here we go. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3. The fan, hope you're having a good one. He's back. King of the Crusties, Brian Broaddus. How you feeling, buddy? I'm
4: okay. Good. I'm okay. I just couldn't hear or talk yesterday. So, it's okay. a little bit of a problem. Thought I maybe need to take a day off from that. Back online now, though? Ah, somewhat. Good. Okay, but
0: what did that do to your other senses? Because they say when you lose a sense, the other ones become heightened. So, when you can't... When I don't you-
4: know. I, I slept. I slept for like 15 hours. Seriously, I, I I OD'd on uh like that NyQuil, Nyquil stuff, and I just it. I went for the severe, you know, like severe. When I'm, I'm you know, you're looking, you're trying to like evaluate which one you have. the strongest, strongest thing you got. I yeah. looked down there and I saw that that kind of maroon looking liquid stuff. I said that's the one I agree. <laughs> <Yeah. need right." laughs> I always associate maroon with like the worst possible scenario you can have. Like when you look, talk about heat on a map. Uh-huh. If it's maroon, it's usually the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I associated the severe that's very strong Nyquil as that. And I honestly, I slept like 15 hours.
3: Double the active ingredients. Yeah. Yep. Knocked you out. There's Appreciate Lucius it. Alexander in the Pimp Cup, Master Control. You do have Woolchuck and Shea Follow here and Carter Freeman uh, coordinating your video. You can follow us at 105 thefan.com Twitch, and YouTube. And we have another big day of sports. Of course, the Rangers, uh, second day of workouts today. Chris Young making news last night uh, as uh, reporters got a hold of him in surprise. Talked about a little bit on our show later on. I, I just love how he says success is going to be defined by what they do moving forward on day one of spring training, setting the agenda and not being defined by your success. You know, I think ultimately he could give himself credit if you wanted. I mean, we will always think of the Rangers as champions now. Nothing you can do to take this away from fans. But that's how you want the leadership of your organization to be thinking. We're not celebrating. We're not Mm -hmm. going for a victory lap. We're right back in this thing and and looking to prove to ourselves that we still got
5: it. Amen. Yeah, he was using what uh, Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and the attitude the Chiefs had right after they got done. They're like, we're three-peating. And he wants to set the tone immediately. We are now going into spring training. This is a new year. Last year is behind us. And we are not just a flash in the pan. We're the Texas Rangers. We want to build something special here. And he's got a group of guys that are all, I think, in lockstep with that thinking and a lot of young, hungry players, some of which could play vital roles on this year's club that weren't part of this run, and they want to get a taste for it themselves.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just don't know that over the years you heard, like, Mark Cuban echoing that kind of sentiment or or Jerry Jones. It's just clear that right now when you look across all sport and think of the the legends that have put together uh, incredible dynasties, you know, they are they, our, our guys, Chris Young, and he might be one of the best to ever do it. Uh, I, I know it's very early in his career, but he was a guy that everybody wanted to bring into their organization. And they said, whoever gets CY out of the MLB offices and onto their team is going to have an advantage. And that came true very, very quickly. And he, he, he did it so boldly and aggressively and and confidently I'm I'm just, I'm thinking we're set up now. This is like, uh, you know, Jerry West with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Brian Cashman with the Yankees where, you know, a, a, a guy who's just capable of out strategizing and out thinking, outworking the league, but he happens to be our guy this time around. It's like Jimmy Johnson yeah. in, in when he first got here. That's the kind of edge I think we're wielding. Yeah,
0: and he's fully entrenched in the city, you know, and he he's he's a ranger lifer too, you know, like he takes it personally. I know Broaddus talks about all the time when he when he became a member of the Cowboys organization, hometown, you take it a little bit more personal. And he clearly does. And you mentioned being aggressive and being right within the aggression. Like yeah. not not misidentifying. Oh, we were aggressive, we tried, it just, you know, it didn't work out. You misidentified who it was. No, you needed every single one of those guys you went and got. Yeah. Other than Degrom, of course.
3: Other, other yeah. than Degrom, for yeah. sure. That, that's the one blight. But nobody's perfect. But you know? at, at yes. the
0: trade deadline, when yes. you when you really knew, okay, what are we going to need to gear up for this playoff run? You go get Chapman before anybody's even thinking that the deadline is is really here. We feel like we're like five six weeks away still. And he's like, no, yeah. we're going to go make a
3: move, and we're going to need this guy. Yeah. At one time, Jerry knew that fortune favors the bold. He forgot that
4: though. Yeah, he did. I, you know, and you mentioned that about because I had some guys in the in Major League Baseball that. We talking about how aggressive Chris was that to go out and get Chapman. I mean, they, they were these two guys I was talking to, both of them were working on the deal and mm-hmm. and, and he got it done before they could even jump in. So it, I think it really started right then. I, I think that you know, when you look at uh, you know how he saw his team, his ability to evaluate his team, Way he listens to people—all really strong, uh, strong characteristics and traits that this guy has.
3: Yeah, and it's it's awesome that uh, he's with the Rangers. Hopefully, we're going to get more out of this. The other takeaway from yesterday's presser was though, don't don't expect them to be adding more free agents. Pierce Monty's out. You know, the TV situation may be playing a little bit of a role there. Um, and you know that's unfortunate, but it, it it could end up being a blessing. You know they have they have good trade chips in the minors still. Their offense is going to carry them. I don't think their rotation is that bad when you look no. at what they have. I the think it's four solid. pretty solid guys.
5: Yeah, the the issue will be health, right? Because you do have guys like Evaldi and Gray that have missed time. Uh, so you're going to need to make sure that they're able to finally hopefully stay healthy at least for the first half of the season.
3: Yes, now that that could change things um, for sure. Mavericks smothered Wimby and the Spurs they hold them to 93 points. We have ourselves a storyline here. Uh another a double double from Gafford, 34 from Kyrie. He was brilliant. Luka was below average with his shooting, uh but you know, still put together a spectacular a uh, stat line but anybody else's uh, measurements. 116-93 coming out of the break, it's going to be Suns, Pacers, Cavaliers. They are four games back of the four spot. One game from the five spot, though. It's a damn good team. I, I I think they should be aiming for championship. I'm not ashamed to say that at all right now. I think things, um, you know, what we saw for the first three months of the season just wasn't an accurate representation of who they were because you didn't have Luke and Kyrie on the court together at the same time. Now they do, and they're, they're making it look easy.
5: Dude, what Kyrie did last night, just taking over that game, the hanging three he hit in the corner was absolutely gorgeous. Mavs, according to Mavs Muse, best rebounding team in the league since the trade deadline. They've got the best rebounding differential. What was their big weakness? It was rebounding, and we would talk about defense in the paint. They've got that now with Daniel Gafford, 10 points, 10 boards, a block last night against the Spurs. He's averaging 15, 12, and 2 when it comes to points, rebounds, and blocks since he's been a Dallas Maverick. And Kyrie, only player in the NBA this season, multiple games at 34-plus points and no free throws. The dude's just really? been unbelievable this year, and him and Luca. I mean, I thought it was awesome. They're both at the top of the key, and Luca looks like maybe he's going to shoot the no look pass back over to Kyrie. Kyrie dagger buries for three. They are playing off each other so well right now.
0: Yeah, as soon as the defense started sniffing around on maybe doubling Luca, there, Luca's like, okay, no problem. I got a catch and shoot Kyrie situation, and and yes, what he did last night, putting on a show, it was. We are so fortunate. We haven't gotten a ton of it. But it was, it was a nice reminder of just like watching the two of these guys and how fortunate we are to have two studs like that. When you have those guys and they're playing at their best, then you 100% have a chance. Yeah. A- and the health is going to be the big thing for all these teams. The West right now is, I mean, every team that is in the playoff hunt really went into the deadline feeling pretty good they' seven and three a lot of six and four uh but mostly seven and three for these teams in their final ten games going into the all-star break a lot of these teams are starting to click a little bit who can stay the healthiest because there's there are a lot of good teams in the star power when you think about the Clippers obviously in the suns as well and we you forget about the suns because they they suck so bad to start yeah. the year but now they're starting to play pretty well so it's gonna be fun I I think the health is gonna be the biggest factor
3: yeah and I don't think anybody would beat playoff Denver like like, what we saw last year and and how convincing that was, if they're healthy, I'm not going to go into this playoff thinking, hey, man, we got a great chance of doing this, although I think they could make it an interesting series.
5: Right, because now you at least have two guys that you feel like we might be able to contain Jokic a little bit, at least have yep. a chance with Gafford and Lively. You had no chance prior to getting Daniel Gafford.
3: You can play really good defense now. You can score in the paint now, you know. Maybe the most important thing is these offensive rebound possessions where the other team is down five in the last 90 seconds and they throw a shot up and everybody crashes the offensive glass. They're not worried about getting back because they know the game's over. So they're crashing the glass and they end up with three or four possessions in a row. You can turn that off now. And, um, you know, I think we we could easily see how flawed they were defensively. Uh, Washington and Gaffer just changed that in such a significant way. And to think that in the offseason, maybe they can add a player with the mid-level exception or make another trade with these draft picks and get even better. I mean, next year, I, I think I'll have them going in, probably depending on what their summer looks like as an absolute favorite. But this year, they're kind of like where the Rangers were, where they're another team in the regular season. You know, I... I don't think they have as big of a flaw as what the Rangers had. You know, I look looking at this, I was watching Clippers Warriors play last night. You know, obviously the Warriors are ancient. They're trying to get it in gear. The Clippers have a really nice collection of attacking basketball players, you know, one-on-one type of guys. But, you know, they don't have the bigs. They're they're not going to be able to, you know, get points in the paint going on you. And if the Mavs are going to defend like they have over the last couple of weeks, dude, you know, this thing is absolutely there for the taking. You know, I think maybe the the most important thing in that is just that nobody else in the in the league is is looking like it would be an impossibility, other than the you know healthy Denver situation. Okay, what else is going on here in the world of sports? Mbappe is about to leave. Do you guys care about this at all? He's, he's informed PSG he's going to leave Real Madrid. Deal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, I think uh, probably have lots of bidders, but is that the is that the favorite right now? Real Madrid. I don't know. I was just asking.
4: Hmm. I, they they always seem to be involved. You okay? Yeah. Not really. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's hanging tough, man. I'm trying. Uh, get well, Brada, says the text. Nine for O. I'm sorry. I was only able to do this because Davis let him spend. The last guy couldn't spend. That's Ed and Denton. You know, I, I hey, J.D. did some nice things, um, but he did have his chance to spend. And, you know, he got Shin Su Chu, and, and he got Prince Fielder, and You know, um, and then they went into a really weird place where John Daniels didn't want to rebuild. You know, he said, no, I I don't want to tear this thing down and and get in the draft. I want to keep adding players like Ian Desmond and, you know, and and trying to, you know, capture some sort of competitiveness from this group that we had right now. And I, I think that cost him dearly you know because they they stayed on this really weird treadmill where they weren't spending and they weren't really rebuilding through the draft for a lot of those years. I mean 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, those were miserable years to be Rangers fans. And I I thought at that point that the 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 franchise was directionless. Um but yeah, there's no doubt the influx of money was a huge deciding factor in allowing this team to, you know, go on the run that that it did, but you see teams commit to spending money all the time in baseball Wolchuck. and it just it's it's no guarantee you still have to make the right decisions
5: Not at all I mean I think we've seen uh, I mean we'll see about the Dodgers this year the Dodgers just spent a ton of money. are they finally able to get back and win a World Series the Yankees have been doing it since 2009 and they haven't won a championship. So you got to pay the right guys, you got to identify the right people, the right positions. The Rangers certainly were able to do that. And I think that they also felt like, okay, we've stunk. We've been able to get a couple of draft picks. Now we're still waiting to see if a lighter and a rocker eventually can give you anything. Uh, Wyatt Langford hopefully will this year. Evan Carter is now starting to give you a little something. But I think they felt like, okay, some of the young guys that we've got in the pipe, now is the time to finally spend as well.
3: Okay, and then we have a mock draft to get to here amongst today's headlines as ESPN Insider Field Yates has the Cowboys taking Texas A&M linebacker Edrin Cooper with the 24th overall pick. Guys, have you watched him yet? What do you think?
5: We have watched him. That would be a little bit rich for me, Brian. Certainly certainly is a position of need. I don't have a linebacker in the first round. What's interesting is he's, I mean, it's 6'3", big guy. I think some of his best attributes are rushing like as a rusher. Yeah. I think I think he's he had 10 sacks last year yep. uh and to me I don't know like do you want another linebacker that can rush? I don't think that ever hurts, but he he is a guy that can cover as well and play some off ball.
4: Yeah, that's the thing about him is that the biggest factor is the ability to rush. You know, the the, the, the we always talk about the sideline to sideline. I think he might be maxed out at 6'3, 230 pounds. I don't know if he could get much bigger here. So, that's something you also have to keep a look at. I do think that's a little rich for him myself. Yeah, I wouldn't pull the trigger there at 24. I would wait and address linebacker a little bit later. I would just
3: ask, you know, what's our number one priority? If we want to fix Center. running or stopping the run, they're both really important. Yeah. I feel like if you can't run consistently, teams got to beat on what your offense can do. Yeah. And whether that's on DAC or the scheme or the wide receivers, I don't care. I just know we need another way to move the football when they do what the Packers did and what four other games did to you this year. We can't let that happen again. Cosign. We'll figure out how to stop the run. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and Mike hopefully will figure that get, out. Yeah. Mike
4: will figure that out.
5: Yeah, I, I think you need to address the offensive line. I think that's the bigger pressing issue, but also some of the things that we've talked about, they need to figure out some of their scheme issues, and they need to design some better offenses when it comes to running the football as well.
3: So, what's the planet center look like? Is that going to have to be a free agent draft? No, I think this is a really you got to draft.
5: draft. I think, think twenty four, twenty four.
4: You got to hit that thing. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I I hate to be that guy, you know, because I'm always about the best available player, and I and maybe if the best available player slides down to you. Great, go for it. But th- they have they they have to address that center position.
0: And and you wouldn't be reaching from what I see. I mean, Not you have all. three centers and Dane Brugler's top like thirty players, right? Oh, cool. So, I mean, yeah. perfect. You should have one of these three guys that are yeah. all very, very much, uh, you know, ready to be taken there. It's not like you're reaching. I think that's
5: a no-brainer. Yeah. It fits where you're picking there with uh, guys like Graham Barton out of Duke, who I loved. I kind of keyed on him early. Jackson Powers Johnson might not be on the board, but then there's Zach Frazier, who was a former wrestler. You can see that show up in his tape at West Virginia.
3: All righty. There you go. A little snapshot of some of the biggest stories going on here in our Metroplex in the world of sports. Stars going to keep it rolling as well. They're playing some great hockey. Looking forward to talking about that a little bit later on. Looks like Jordan Spieth has a lead at the Genesis Invitational. They're sitting there at six under as Tiger Woods has returned to competition. And uh, there you go. We're back with the G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30. We'll have the best audio. A little mixed bag, though, before we get there. Chuck, what is that?
5: Yeah, I've got a little uh, hodgepodge mixed bag here for you. We've got something with the NHL. And have you ever rushed or stormed the field slash court? That's next on the fan
6: Yeah, buddy,
3: welcome back, Nation. G Bag of the Day is coming up in seven minutes. Segment's brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. It's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable accidents happen. Franklin and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817 333 Jump online to truckwreck.com. Now, here's Zach Wolchuk.
5: Thank you very much, General. If any of you guys ever been able to uh, rush the court or storm the field oh, yeah. yes. after a college event? Yes. How was that experience? Because I can't say I've been able to do that, unfortunately. It's uh, amazing.
4: Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And what you have to do is you have to kind of plan your path. You know, you, you don't get, get trampled? Well, you got to make sure that you know what, uh, you know, you don't want to run towards any type of security people. And you got to be mindful of like, I didn't want to run into the opposing teams, dudes. Yeah, I didn't want it. You know, like you know, sometimes because you're worried about like running into somebody and then them taking a swing at like you, like Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, just uh, like, yeah, you bump into somebody and then they turn to just violently take a swing at you. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing it right, I believe you're totally ignoring
3: security. They don't even exist. Right. If they're yelling at you or talking to you, you just don't hear it, okay? Yeah. You have a high degree of respect for all players involved, there, okay? There you go. So you're not only you're trying to high-five as many fans, you're trying to, like, cheer the guys who won and avoid the guys who just lost, all right? Um, and then, obviously, you got to be looking out for the goalposts as well if you're in football, you know? And that's a lot to keep in mind while you're at, like, .15 BAC, You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: not a lot of people have the ability, and I've never done that. But like the ability to keep your head on a swivel in a moment like that, where you're trying to have the fun but also show the respect. I mean, that that could be a little bit challenging.
4: Yeah, you have to be almost you have to be selfish about it though too. You can't you can't like like, said okay, so you kind of got
3: to be a me guy.
4: You have to be a very much a me guy on this whole thing because if you're trying to bring people with you it's going you're going to you're going to lose at the game
3: so former Cowboys quarterback Matt Moore and the Oregon State Beavers were hosting USC don't really have a dog in the fight. USC's yeah. number one and all that. And, you know, it's 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 cool. That with the big game coming to town, it's a Thursday night or we have morning drive the next day. So me and my buddy Ryan, who was an Oregon State grad, went down to Corvallis to watch this. We're tailgating. We're getting hammered with his family and his old alumni friends and stuff like that, just having a great time. Well, I mean, Oregon State goes up like 21 zip in the first quarter. Quiz Rogers just dominating. You know, oh, he was so Quiz much fun. Quiz Rogers. Yes. And, and you know, at, at halftime, we run back out to the parking lot get rehammered, and you know we're back so fast forward to the end of the game and so everybody's getting ready to rush the field and we're like and and the security guy's like don't you go over that wall don't you go over that wall and it was just like yeah boom. it was just once like once one yeah. goes you're not like stopping everybody yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody was over it was a man it was a really cool thing to to participate in and even though i really didn't care that much that the home team had had, had such glory
5: that's amazing so 817 said i did it at the tcu versus oklahoma state game after the second overtime last year uh, several other people texted in their stories, but last night we had uh, the Detroit Mercy Titans of the Horizon League. They actually made the second round of the NCAA tournament as a 15 seed. Okay, so this is this is basketball. What it did is, you say? It Horizon is basketball. The Horizon League. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now. They started 0-26 entering the season. Uh-oh. They'd lost 27 straight games dating back to last year. That's
0: Is that less than the Pistons' loss in a row this year, though? Didn't the Pistons get the more Pistons than have, that? And
5: again, Detroit. You know, This is this is not a good year for basketball. I'm going to get on that. But they end up getting a win over IUPUI by 15 points. Now, Ooh-wee there's un, not a lot of people in the stands. But one guy, one, one lone wolf decided hell yes, we have snapped our 27-straight game losing streak, and he decided to storm the field. The court. The court. He walks onto the court. He's got his arms up. He turns around. He's like trying to see, does anybody want to join me? Anybody else a me guy? He's the only one. Oh, no. So, But he was thrilled for his Mercy Tigers uh, who end up getting a victory there. So shout out to them and shout out to the one lone wolf who said, you know what? This is a big deal for us. We snapped the losing streak. Hopefully we're starting a winning streak. I'm going to be the guy that gets this experience to go ahead and storm the court.
0: Did you get a feel for inebriation levels? Did this feel like a bit, or did this feel like sober, passionate fan who's been rider, or, ride or die, mostly die for the last 26 games, and now he's just here to be passionate fan?
5: It could have been a combination of the two. I would like to think if you're at that game and you watch it all the way through, you are definitely inebriated, but I think you're also a passionate, diehard fan. Broadest,
0: what what game were you storming?
4: Uh, it was the uh, 2008 national championship game, LSU and Ohio State. Okay. Okay,
0: it's, so you were a grown f- mid forties yeah. dude. I
4: I managed to work my way down on the field and then went straight for the field as I, I was. Uh, yeah, I That's was awesome. That was good footage of this man. Somebody had to have had a flip phone nah, camera that has this brought was, us barreling I over. Was, I was so happy. I really was. I was so happy that you know we won that we beat Ohio State and my seats were right. Behind the Ohio State band, so Ooh. I was literally having to listen to Ohio State people the
5: whole entire Were you game, climbing over them and knocking over. I their was drums. okay. Then you earned like that.
4: that I, I earned that. I, I, but I did. I worked my way down to where I could get close to the field, and once the game was over, jumped down and went onto the field and was celebrating with less Miles than the troops. Okay, so
0: that's
5: cool. So there's that no, is. there is no age limit now to. Uh, to the field
2: storming, Our buddy no. Tovash
5: says you had to delay your rush. You can't be the first to storm. Maybe this guy, uh, that's, that's what the issue was. Like, you got to make sure other yeah. people are ready to do this. Instead, you're the only guy that goes out and does it. But it was a great moment. The video is hilarious if it, you want to go check it out. At least a three Mississippi on that. Maybe five. Yeah, maybe five, maybe ten in this guy's case. Poor dude. Yeah. Now, Ohio State, the Buckeyes at the Shoe, are going to host the NHL Stadium Series game in 2025. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I got to go to the Shoe, of course, last year. That's going to be a fun venue. I know you love that outdoor hockey, Brian. I do love the outdoor hockey.
4: I have got my butt kicked at the Shoe before. Uh, actually, up 10, a lost off the off game. The Lo- uh, up 10 with two minutes to go in the game and lost. Oh, geez. Wow. Had a chance. Shane A. Nah, <laughs> geez. Ed Zombreaker. what the hell are we doing? Throwing the ball, getting sacked. You guys it, didn't just, know the overtime rules? We didn't know the overtime rules. <laughs> Had won 18 straight games on the road. hmm had won 18 straight games, and that and
5: and they took us down at Ohio State. Yeah, that, what, that
4: was a tough one.
5: That man, was what up. have you done for me lately? Well, yeah. and then the other thing is a uh, final college football nugget for you before we get to G Bag of the Day. But according to uh, the Spotlight Pennsylvania newspaper, we have a group of Penn State trustees that are attempting to get a Joe Paterno statue in front of their football stadium at Penn State. Huh. Of course, that has not been met with uh, really positive criticism as they're still Paterno loyalists, but if you remember the Sandusky scandal, it's like guys No, I'm not familiar with that We're one. not doing this Joe Paterno statue.
4: Yeah. Did they take the one down? Yes. Okay, so they have it somewhere they could bring it back. They
0: right?
5: wanna I think they want to just have just a new one. Re erect it? Maybe. I can you re erect? Yeah, I
0: don't. You can. I mean, Dawson was getting rehammered at halftime of his game. You can get. You can,
4: you can redo anything. You yeah, need I kind to. of feel like they've got it in storage to bring it back out if they want. Right? We don't have to make a
3: new one. It is time now for the G bag of the day into the Pimp Cup. <laughs> Here's Lucius hey,
6: You can catch me puffin' la 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 la. <laughs> when well, I'm stressed, you know I puff that la. <laughs> That's, weird. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buddy. It's a Thursday, even though I felt like yesterday was a Thursday. Mm. We're being robbed of our time, people. And you can't drive. If you're listening to me right now, you cannot drive, 100%. You can't drive. i seen you getting here. All right. Lucius, is
4: that your biggest problem with people, their inability to drive?
6: uh, That, awareness levels, spatial awareness levels, and the gossip. The gossip, the gossip oh my gossip. gosh grown-ass man hey man did you know i'm uh, my face bro <laughs> get, <with that. laughs> you know, get out of my face yeah get because out of my... because they gossip with the people they hang with like come on man yeah. what are you doing yeah. you were just tell me all types of trash about this guy then you posted a photo with him yeah. on your instagram that's good point. Uh, yeah so I, I got trust issues with folks can't help it uh our winner right here is a toxic pastor on the day after church, I hope you got your blessing and everything. Shout out to my pastor, Pastor Freddie Haynes, over there at Friendship West Baptist Church, Absolutely. and Reverend Ike. He's on YouTube. He's with God now, but he's got some wisdom for you. Well, we got a toxic pastor right here. How many days is this, Dawson? You think? I think
3: he's looking for four right now. This four, yeah. That's, four, what, I yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. what
6: I thought too. Yeah, he tells a woman uh, the reason why she is single, bro, is You ain't nothing, oh, bro. You man. trash. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're trash. How many days is this? (laughs) You are
6: trash brothers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a toxic pastor tells a woman in church, in the house of God, by the way, the reason why she is single, I believe him. It's your fault. (laughs) It's your fault. A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. My God, It's it's your
3: fault.
6: Who want me to to critique them right now on the spot? You do it? Come here. Come here right here. Come right here. Now, she said she's going to do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did oh. she call her herself? <laughs> yeah. All right, so Lois, you need to lose what are
4: you weight. what
6: Find a good bra. Oh. You need to go to in Intimates. It's called Intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything.
3: In- I clueless.
6: I My wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about Pretty anything. Hot though. I took my <laughs> wife to a place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. Breast. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive.
2: Mm.
6: <laughs> no, baby. You get a good bra, it's almost like having a breast lift. My man said you don't have a man because you don't have a bra. Yeah. Are this is simple math- mathematics a right bra? here.
4: What are you thinking with that bra? You get it, Target? You <laughs> don't
6: have a bra. You see them things down there by your knees? Pick them up, girl. Let a man see them things. You might get one of them joints. I would say my advice is be nice, ladies. Yeah. Be nice. I bet you can't be nice for a whole week. <laughs> I bet you can't do it. I 100% bet.
3: Not after the first 12 weeks. First 12 weeks, they'll throw a shutout on you.
6: Oh, yeah, because you're yep. meeting the representative. Uh huh. Yeah, the representative is real nice. Bring the representative back. That's right. Yeah, let's see. All right, yesterday, Coach Mike Zimmer had his press conference, introducing himself to the Dallas-Fort Worth media. And uh, apparently, they were calling him during the press conference. I knew they wanted me to be here, and you know, I was told by, oops, sorry, somebody calling for a job. Um, (laughs) Really, it it really was, yeah, it really was. (laughs) Fellas, take your guesses. Who do you think was calling Mike Zimmer for that uh, job situation? Steve Wilkes. Yeah, I see a lot of that online.
5: And I wish they'd hired him. That's a good guess. Greg Ellis. Ooh, yeah,
3: I mean, that, Greg. That's a good. That's Joe a good guy Yeah, to,
4: yeah. That sounds a, like he'd like to work with him. Yeah, he would. He needs a. He needs a defensive line coach. Maybe it was better. Ron Rivera. Could've been Ron. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. Another good one. Hey,
0: dude. If you need somebody to come f up your defense, I <laughs> <laughs> hate to blow you up. Get you fired next year. <laughs> you got
4: you.
6: I'm your man. See these things I've been working on. Uh, you guys are done guessing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there an answer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't
4: know. I don't know. He was, he was testing me as an insider here is what he was yeah, doing. The hell yeah. was it, Brian?
0: Sit that gang
6: Wait yeah. to hey, let me bro, down. You was
4: out here breaking news, bro. Yeah. You were breaking news.
6: What? Yeah. You were. Uh, the deal is not actually done yet. <laughs>
1: That's Hold right. Hold your horses there. That was
6: Big B that told me that. And he, just, he was real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and then, like, another insider or something tweeted it. Yeah. To confirm it.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry, right? Yeah.
6: It always helps you because I say things here on the G Bag Nation, and these fools be like, let me Google that real quick. You know what? Lucius is right. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no,
4: Lucius is right. Don't confirm that. He's
6: right. Uh, not all the time. All right. Uh, we got a former Notre Dame coach in Kansas, Coach Charlie Wise.
4: Charlie Wise.
6: With the, the belly bump. He did that kid with the belly bump. Remember
4: that? Still getting paid by both schools, I think. Uh, man. Good for him. Yeah. Good for double him.
6: Dipping. He's not feeling double dipping. He loves a lot that. Of money double dumping. dipping dots. Not A, yeah, he's, a lot
4: he, of double dipping dots.
6: He was not feeling Tony Romo during the broadcast. San Francisco's defense showed up for that game, too.
4: Yeah,
0: no one's I mean, saying they didn't. And I think they talked no, about Steve Wilkes on the telecast a lot last night.
2: Yeah, you know, I wasn't listening to those guys because they, 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 they really turned me off. I'd rather <laughs> – they do. They turn me off. I mean – I listened at the end of the game, and I listened to, to to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Just shut up and let us savor the moment. Just be quiet. They just—it's a. Nance had already said jackpot. You know, yeah. like they, he had already said that's the, that should have been the end of the co- conversion. I don't need to hear your analysis <laughs> of what just happened. I just watched it. I want to watch the moment. I want to enjoy the moment as a sports fan. Okay, we, please, please just let us enjoy the moment.
5: Shut up.
4: Shut up. Tear him up, Charlie. That's how broader says it. You be quiet. be quiet. You be quiet. Now keep your mouth shut. You sit down. Let me finish. Let me finish.
6: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Excuse me. It's the other one Trump does. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me finish. That's the greatest cutoff yes, of somebody. Sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. I love that,
4: bro. Yeah. takes <laughs> ability to do that. It is so nasty.
6: Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're a nasty person. Uh, how about this one? Travis Kelsey singing yesterday. Little Garth Brooks. Oh, no. Since he's since he's singing Garth Brooks, I'll say he sung yesterday.
4: Okay. If you know this
6: song, sing along. Yeah. Yeah. Blame it all on my roots. Yeah. I showed up in boots. Yeah. And ruined the Niners affair. <laughs> You're fired. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last one they thought they'd see there. Uh oh. Budweiser? And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. Oh. And we the took major. that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. <laughs> oh, jeez. On me. Hey,
3: they all can't be like Dirk, you know?
4: Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. Yeah. are the champions.
3: All right, time to vote. What do you say?
6: Yeah, let's go do that.
3: Is it the toxic pastor looking for four? For the record, I don't know what a woman should do. Uh, But, you know, sometimes not talking would be great, you know, if that's what strikes you. At least have that in your, you know, your repertoire.
6: Or just, like, learn word economy.
0: Yes. The stories be so
6: long. Yeah. Woo. And I try to hold my face like oh, this is not painful, this yeah. is not hurting. No, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> and, and, and
0: don't oversell on the front end either. You know they'll paint it out to be like this is about to be something.
6: And just set the expectations <laughs> oh right. Oh my god! Under- oh my god! Cynthia and accounting. Oh my god! So, so let me tell you, that. Cynthia's is always wearing these pink dresses because for some reason she likes pink, and I've never <laughs> liked pink any. But anyway, like, damn. <laughs> like, <uh-oh. laughs>
3: is a coach Mike Zimmer getting called for gigs while on the presser? Uh, former Notre Dame and Kansas coach, he nailed it about Tony Romo or is it Travis Kelsey. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Charlie Weiss there, Chief. <laughs> I'm going to go with the champ. The champ, Lucius? Yeah, me too. Will Chuck? Char- I'll go with Charlie Weiss. Brian? Champ. By a score of 3-2. Now a four-time champ looking for five tomorrow at 2.30. If you ever miss the g back of the day, tune in Krusty's Corner every night 540. Lucius replays that champ in the midst
4: of LA Live. Okay, Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are you taking us? Guys, I'm going to make you identify the drunkest fan bases in the NFL. We'll do that next.
7: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Thank you, Lucius. We have NFL news of the day coming up at 3 o'clock. I'm going to talk some Rangers rotation with you at 3.20. Here's uh, Brian Broaddus, King of the Crust. He's with the corner.
4: Thank you very much, Noah. Appreciate that. Uh, got to love of the star tonight. Uh, if you want to fire some questions at Bobby and I, uh, we would sure appreciate that. At Brian Broadus, Brian with a Y, brought us the two Ds. And then Bobby Belt TX. You can find him on two Twitter.
6: Two Ds for a double dose of this pimping.
4: Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Snoop only has yes. one D. I wish Snoop had two Ds. He's a, what's he? Calvin Broadus? Is that my man, Snoop? Yeah. Calvin Broadus? Mm-hmm. Uncle Snoop. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we appreciate that, and then also too, uh, Zach and I were on uh, draft show today. Yes, sir. So if you want to go back, and after our show here today, you want to go back and listen to the draft show. We had some good conversations there as well uh, with uh, kind of who would you rather. We went through Dane Brugler's top one hundred.
0: Oh, did a little who would you rather? It was who fun, would you man. rather,
4: and uh, he had some guys that were really close positionally. So you could play that game where you can kind of flip guys around and stuff. Which one do you want? Which one do you want the most? So, give that a give that a look if you would. Uh, You guys ever dealing with colds and stuff? Real quick, dealing with colds and having to use paper towels to blow your nose. Yes, and it
5: really messes up the nose. Yeah, I'm. It hurts. I
4: I think I'm in more pain over the paper towel Mm -hmm. on the nose than actual the, the cold itself. Bad combination of things. Uh, It's bad combination. Bad things going on. I make that mistake frequently, man. I'm sorry. You got a Kleenex? It they're 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 much softer. I know that's the problem. I should have got a box when I came in here, and I didn't do that. That's just I was not prepared. So you use the paper towels, and so now you got nose problems to deal with here. All right, I promise this. They actually do this. There's metrics for this, there, chief. metrics. There's metrics for this. (laughs) Drunkest fan bases in the NFL. Drunk fan metrics. Drunk fan metrics. Before we get started, I just want to go ahead and tell you, your Dallas Cowboys, well, how about this? We'll do this. The, uh, this is what it's, uh, this is how they describe this. What every NFL fan base enjoys in their alcohol the most. Ooh. And this is from the uh, Pictnnam company who worked with BAC tracking. They've got data over 28,000 unique tests during the 2023 season. Okay, now for some reason they didn't get data from the Jets or the Jaguars on this. So we we're not we're not we're only going with 30 NFL teams here.
0: Well, I understand why they didn't want to get around the Jets and have to sit yeah. through a terrible viewing experience. Toughy it's
3: it is a very. Are so they
0: walking around and, and somehow gauging the blood alcohol
4: content
3: in They've the got, blood they, of fans? They, they, They're basically Eagles fans, though. In my opinion, I think that's accurate. You you're would
4: be, watch them. You got to be drunk. You would be surprised. You would be surprised at the top five. But I want to start with the bottom five. Okay, least drunk, least drunk, of your NFL fan bases. Would anybody like to guess the least drunk team in the National Football League? The Chargers. Good guess.
0: Oh. No no. How about you, Chieftain? Uh give me give me
4: uh the Buccaneers. The Panthers. It actually be your Kansas City Chiefs. What? See, not, this yeah. Well
5: cuz they're winning games and they got to be locked in. We got to enjoy oh, this. Yeah, we got to stay sober. We don't need
4: to be drunk. A BAC level of 0.051 for your Kansas City Chiefs, what That's are they? Are they doing
3: random BAC testings of the drunk people in their <laughs> they, they, stadium? How we compiling this data? We've
4: got tw- we've got we got, got, uh, BAC track. They're breathing this. Yeah, yeah. 28,000 28, tests we're doing here. Like, okay. really? could you like if someone walked up to you and hand you a breathalyzer? Would you do it? Well, if, if I oh, yeah. was if I was drunk, if yes. I was
0: broadest
3: level World Series championship parade drunk. Absolutely. If I was sober. No.
2: Why not? I used to get the so the, the
3: little gadget ones you could order online to, to see if I was sober enough to drive. Really? Yeah, I think that's valuable info to have. It <laughs> Call me <it is>. crazy. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Some, <laughs> <laughs> that's some must-have
0: info. Crazy You're partying, man! Just go for
4: it. Just go for it. Would you like to know the the le- the uh, that was the least of uh, drunk fan base? Would you like to know the second
3: least? Yeah, lay it on us. I think we can handle it. Could you guess it? Uh, so it's not
5: a team that we've guessed then yet. Seattle.
3: No. A really good team is would be my guess. I do
5: think the 903 makes a good point that the Cowboys, uh, their alcohol is so damn expensive in the stadium. That's a problem. And it might be an issue. So I'll go with the Cowboys. So I'll go with the 903. Okay. How about you there, Chieftain?
0: Uh, I will go. I like the Seattle
4: guess there from Lucius. Gavin's going to sneeze first because I've given him a cold already today. Ravens. Actually be your Washington Commanders. Maybe it's just because nobody's at the game. Probably a point. Point zero five eight. the BAC levels at the Commanders games. After them, the New York football giants, okay, at a level of .058 as well. There's some problems here in the uh, NFC East. We're not a we're not yeah. a drinking. I'd, I'd not say cost drinking.
3: of living's the culprit there, both New York and Washington D.C. It's just I gotta I gotta save everything I got for the bills. We're not dropping fifteen bucks of brewski here.
4: Number four, for the least, would be your Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. That's good
3: team theory right there. We yeah. have cost of living and good team theory right
4: now, dominating the least drunk teams. Point zero <laughs> five nine. For your Ravens, and to finish out the, uh, the least of the five. You
3: can't be drunk watching
4: Lamar Jackson. You'll miss everything.
3: Miss yeah, Even watching that guy's post game pressers, like he's got these little ticks, and it's like he's transporting from one side of the table to the other. He's just so damn quick. Flash. He's juking out the microphones. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. Watch it next time. It kind of looks like the old Max Hedron bit. You remember that? Oh gosh. The yes, digital the, guy yeah, who the, was the digital, like, kind yeah, of, yeah,
4: yeah. Max Hedron. How'd you come up with that <laughs> one? That's amazing. And uh, number five would be the Los Angeles Chargers okay. at point zero six two.
3: Okay. Okay, yes. Now, that is uh, cost of living, but also the fan base really isn't that passionate. No. You know, you, you get the passionate fan base there tailgating five hours before the game if you want a high BAC. Yeah.
4: Mid-pack are your Dallas Cowboys. They're at point zero six five. Okay? Yeah. Is where you're at. Right in the middle. Right in the middle there. Right yeah, you them. can go ahead and get drunk and have a good time. All right, here we go. You guys ready for the the top five drunk fan bases in the NFL? Oh yeah, we get to them. Number five, that'd be your New Orleans Saints. Makes sense. I would think that the Saints would be a lot higher here. Yeah,
0: well, they're top top five. Top five is pretty good. That's good. I think they're. I would thought they would be top two. You mean?
4: I thought yeah, they would be top two. I yeah. thought they would be top two BAC showing That BAC level would really be Yeah, they're, they're, at, uh, they're at the 0, uh, excuse me, 0.08. Does oh. everybody go down to Bourbon before the game? You have to walk basically to the stadium because you can't park. Yeah. So you have to go through there. Next, your Atlanta Falcons, okay 0.085. And they've got affordability. Cheap, cheap alcohol there, yeah. right? That's where they we got the cheap concessions. We, we do cheap yeah. alcohol there. Quantity not. Yeah. Number three, per. your Indianapolis Colts.
5: That's a the that's Ursa an upset. effect. Yeah,
0: you you take on the personality of your owner. <laughs>
5: they're at point, well, he's I bet they're really the guy. highest
0: fan base too.
5: <laughs> you know, he's popping the pills.
4: I would say the Raiders are. If you think he's not, w- I'm washing it down with some whiskey. I mean, come on now. <laughs> he ain't yeah, taking them right. with water. Yeah, he is. Number two, with a, with a .088. The Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Yeah, dude. Pittsburgh's the only fan base where I've seen a guy having to wash his pants in the bathroom sink because he crapped them.
5: Yeah, that might That's also. It's real. It's real. Some dude Did was you taking a dump in that janitor's closet. I wasn't at the game. Oh, okay. I just saw that the was Chicago, photos. wasn't it? Was it Chicago? I thought it was Chicago. Where the guy was taking a dump
4: in a, a janitor closet. That was outstanding. And the number one drunk fan base in the NFL. Gavin, would you like to guess? Cleveland, Philly, Bills Mafia. I'm going Eagles. Tennessee Titans. The Titans. Well, hey, how about this?
2: Who's getting wild tonight? <laughs> I
4: think you're drunk. 0.093. Jeez. It's your Tennessee Titans. Tear them up. So. Must like that whiskey down there.
3: Broadway. Yeah, we got a lot going on there in Tennessee. That's a pretty big spread. You yeah. know, like 50% more drunk than other cities yep I thank you brian no
5: bills or eagles in the top five and
3: now I? you know mm-hmm. okay what's the state of the rangers rotation we'll talk about that coming up at 320 i have some cowboys news of the day for you but nfl news is next We'll chuck what do you have on
5: deck one eagles fan i actually respect chris jones on his future in kc and are you buying or selling this brandon marshall story that's next